Welcome to Weeboots, the only anime review podcast with an ever-changing intro because of DMCA's. I am your host, Danme Danme. With me, as usual, is Bob. I like peanuts. From Gigaboots, Dr. Agro. I pronounce the X in titles. From Dr. Agro, Mr. Feel. I'm right, unlike Dr. Agro. <laughs> From Mr. Feel's Wild Ride. And KZ. I just look up how it's supposed to be pronounced and do it like that. And from KZExcellent.com, uh, we we are we are here to talk about spies and families. <laughs> Seems weird to talk about these two subjects at the same time. Bob, do you know a reason why we are talking about these subjects at the same time? There's some sort of anime this season, I hear. Mm. <laughs> they involve both of these things. Oh, that that sounds that sounds like a somewhat good combination, I suppose. Maybe. Uh, we watched three episodes because that is all that is out at the time of this recording. <laughs> Shortly after this recording, the fourth episode will be out. I'm not bitter. <laughs> I know nothing about this anime. Who made it Bob? <laughs> uh, well, the original creator of the manga was Tetsuya Endo. The only other manga he did is Gekka Bijin, which I've not heard of that. But I guess this was successful enough to get it animated. Uh, the director they got for is Kazuhiro Furuhashi. Mm -hmm. This guy's done a lot. Yeah, I'm seeing that. He uh, <laughs> recently directed the Doro 2019 anime, but back in the day, he did Hunter Hunter 1999 version. <laughs> Gundam <Whoa>. Unicorn. <laughs> uh huh. Ronin Kenshin. Oh, just for, I, I think I've heard of that. And uh, Get Backers. <laughs> Mm. In the, oh. a, a large pile of Let's things go, all baby. throughout. Oh my god! We, we, we boomers get backers. Oh, win, yeah. Guys. Oh. yeah he, he also did the uh, the so intro cutscenes for uh, Tales of the Abyss. Oh, cool! Mm. <laughs> Very cool. That's a good opening. It is. That is. Um, and the animation production they got were two studios for this show. We have CloverWorks and Wit Studio. Mm-hmm. Cloverworks recently did just last season My Dress Up Darling. Somewhat less recently is Horamiya and uh Fate Grand Order, Absolute Demonic Front Babylonia. <laughs> so they're, they're pretty big. They get a okay. they do a bunch of stuff each season, it seems like. Mm -hmm. And then Wit Studio, which everyone probably knows from Attack on Titan. Like that's their biggest show. I've easily. never heard of it. What is that? They did everything except the final season when they switched over to MAPPA. As uh, Attack on Titan, that sort of Japan only left for uh, uh, fucking The Walking Dead? <laughs> yes, you got it, Dan. <laughs> okay, cool. I, I just, I'm not familiar with Attack on Titan, but I saw an ad once and it assured me that's what it was. <laughs> God. I still remember those banners being plastered over Crunchyroll everywhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's rough. It's uh, one might say scarring. Mm -hmm. It's uh, always really good watching an anime season as it goes live and every wiki slowly replaces characters images with the anime version instead of the manga. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the funniest parts of doing this show early on is when you just go and everyone who shows up in these episodes is the anime version. <laughs> Did you have other production credits? No, that's it. Uh, if, in case maybe you don't know about Attack on Titan, they're also doing Ranking of Kings, which is a popular show going currently. They did Kabinari of the Iron Fortress. Mm -hmm. Wait, Ranking of Kings is an anime? I thought that was the fucking biggest catch sort of thing, or deadliest <laughs> catch. Like, I thought it was one of those History Channel things. <laughs> did you think surly New Englanders went on boats to capture European monarchs? Yes. <laughs> because I, I would fucking buy cable to watch that. <laughs> 
Now, do you mean subscribe to cable as a service or buy literal cable installed in the ground? I mean, it's it's kind of both at this point. <laughs> Man, imagine having a reason going to watch cable. What's up, Agar? Oh, I was going to say, didn't Wit also work on um, Vinland Saga? I uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I did not write that down, but they they've worked on so many things, mm-hmm. so many things. Mm. Well, uh, I guess we'll get a brief summary of what exactly Spy uh, Multiplied by Family is about. <laughs> no one has a problem with it. Me calling it that, right? Certainly not. No, of course not. I mean, I'd, some people no. would prefer yeah. you just put it inside parentheses. It's a little more of a neater notation, but you know. That's true. Yeah. Freedom of speech is freedom to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Look, as long as the title of the anime abides by PEMDAS. <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs> is this gonna be? Is this is this gonna be like one of those equations everyone on Twitter gets wrong? <laughs> Pretty much. And I'm gonna tell you what I tell Beals: Don't put it in your fucking title if I'm not supposed to read it. <laughs> no one knows what exponents are anymore. <sighs> Spy family. <laughs> is it <laughs> the road to recovery? This is an anime about a spy who's the biggest chat around. He, he's got a brand new mission as of uh, 10 minutes into episode one, I suppose, where he needs to. Well, I guess it's the end of episode one, isn't it? No, he, he gets this mission within like he five minutes. He gets it almost immediately. Okay. Uh, I didn't want to read through all of my notes on episode one to determine when in that episode this occurred. But anyways, he gets a mission. This is the important thing. To get a child to go to an, a prestigious school in order to meet an individual who might be troublesome for certain organizations. He doesn't make public appearances outside of his school, this school, because a child is employed. So he must form a family. That's right. Spy family is an anime <laughs> about family. <laughs> Let's go. We finally did it. Unlike most spy anime, <laughs> this one's about family. Is there a lot of spy anime? <laughs> no! There is no! That's a fucking problem! <laughs> Every time they add a cool spy into case clothes, I'm like, I wish, I wish you were cooler. <laughs> anyway. Look, it's really hard to add compelling characters to a story that is legally mandated to go nowhere. <laughs> yeah, that, that's... God, God, let's not talk about Detective Conan. <laughs> yeah, I just get mad. Yeah, I'll, I'll dodge talking about Conan. Um, anyways, so he needs to form a family unit. He starts by adopting a child. The child is psychic. Holy shit! What a what a hook! What a nice gimmick. Adopting is a strong word for what happens. That happened. is true. He stumbles into it. a dilapidated, he goes to the store. abandoned Kmart. <laughs> I think technically he kidnapped a street urchin. Listen to orphanages, guys. It's a legitimate business. He it's swears. A, it's a legitimate business. Bob so, needs to the, say in a prequel Star Wars character voice. Yeah. Then the dude in the orphanage say, no paperwork, just take it. Just fucking mm-hmm. take the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that orphanage dude needed to be voiced by someone who sounded way crustier. Oh, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> the fun fact, me and Bob, we watched the first two episodes dubbed, which is what they have up, and then the last episode subbed and then cried over there not being a fourth episode available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially given some of the faces in the uh, promo for the next episode. The, really the stuff with the um, The stuff with the orphanage is really neat because, like, 
I didn't expect going into this into this to be like, yeah, it's set in like a fictional Cold War between two Eastern European countries that are both kind of fascistic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I uh I really appreciate that element of it. God knows any number of other settings would be less interesting. Right. Or more, you know, fraught. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Agent Twilight, your new job is to find a weird misanthropic loner and get them to go to this abortion clinic. <laughs> mm. Oh, so he adopts this child. Turns out the child's psychic, but it's been taught because, of course, experiments were done to turn it into a psychic, a telepath in Japanese, an esper. You cannot let anyone know about your powers. Otherwise, they will uh, abandon you. You know, they'll hurt you, whatever. You can't let anyone know. So she, Anya, does not let anyone know. Twilight does not know. And the interactions thereof of Anya knows Twilight is a spy. Twilight doesn't think she knows. Various comedy sort of shenanigans ensue. And shortly thereafter, they realize there's no way I'm getting this kid into that school unless I have a wife. Episode three. What is it? <laughs> procure wife. That's episode two. <laughs> episode two. Yeah, that's episode two. It, I I got. Remember the episode of of um the Simpsons where <laughs> Troy McClure finds out he needs to become a family man in yes. order to keep getting roles. Yes. I got. I just kept being reminded of that episode mm -hmm. watching this. It's yes. I I understand why. Absolutely. There, there's all sorts of really great writing throughout these. Uh, the, the, an example of a good line in episode two is, uh, you know, Twilight points out having a kid like she hears this. Uh, Anya hears this accidentally, but he talks about having a kid is actually going to or he thinks it um, complicate getting a wife because of various social stigmas and other things. And Anya goes, is it bad to have a kid? Am I keeping mamas away? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, every line from Anya is really good. Uh, gold, actually, <laughs> as a seamstress uh, takes her off to make an outfit for her, and she <laughs> yeah. goes, I'm being sold to human traffickers! <laughs> Twilight just goes, not if you behave. I, just, I love how, like, he, he does not give a shit about this kid yet, so I was like, wow, that, where did she learn that? Huh. <laughs> uh, so about the fact she was hanging out in a dead mall. <laughs> yes. In a common uh, law yeah, orphanage. Yeah. I need really a kid. I better go to this liminal space and pick one up. <laughs> That's where I adopt all my children, liminal spaces. They say this is like her fourth orphanage. You think they're all liminal spaces like this? Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I really appreciate that every single time they have her do that face of she heard something fucked up, mm -hmm. my brain defaults to what if that was just the Tails got trolled face? It that's almost what it is. It's yeah, close enough in my head that her default. What the fuck is happening? Face is that? God. Yeah, this this little fairy goblin is weapons grade face. <laughs> yes, yes, at all times, one hundred percent. Fan fucking tastic for sure. Weapons grade face. It like the writing's really really good, and then on top of it, you have that to deliver your punchline every time. Golden. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. how am I not bored of this perfect thing? They keep doing that thing where it's like, wait, is she actually dumb? Did she fool me? <laughs> <laughs> like thinking the bakery the is a bakery. <laughs> yes. She's like, I like bacon from the bakery. And he goes, that's not, <laughs> this is not where that comes from. <laughs> wait a minute. She's like, oh no. And he's like, yeah, she, she's, she's seemingly dumb. I don't know <laughs> what's up with that. She did the crossword so fast, <sighs> but yeah. 
fantastic characters. Uh, and then we introduced the wife in episode two, uh, an assassin uh, titled The Thorn Princess. But she goes by Yor. Does anyone have any words to describe Yor? <laughs> uh, she's naive and strange and wants to not be strange and is surprisingly well balanced for how effective she is at murdering people. So what you're saying is she's a professional, but she's mad quirky. <laughs> yeah. She is very quirky. She, I don't think any other word defines her as well as being quirky. Exactly. Right? Like yeah. She might honestly be on the spectrum somewhere hmm. and just like to the point where, or in, in the case which she has like a savant talent for Senban needle kunai hybrid murder. <laughs> <laughs> but just can't relate to people very well. It's just really good that she has such poisonous weapons that it's like why she kicks a dude 300 feet. <laughs> She keeps kicking stuff. It's so good. Yeah, no, it's uh, she's a professional. The only way they could have made that better is like her default job is retail worker. Yeah. And she's just constantly having that thought of I could kill everyone in this room right now. I, that would really ease up all my problems. I really do love how she just when it comes to the party, she very nonchalantly is like, you know, if I murdered everyone here, my brother would never find out I'm single. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's, it's like, like, she doesn't like think in passing like, oh, I'm a super assassin. I could solve my problem with murder. No, her, literally her first strategic thought is if they're all dead, they won't talk. Wait. No, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sort of thing that gets me in trouble. <laughs> yeah. And they, they've not established in, in these first three episodes that she works for a government. She just gets phone calls from this guy called the shopkeeper and goes out and ends human <laughs> life. Yes. She gives massages. <laughs> I think it's interesting um, seeing like her side of the story with her work and stuff. Let's us see how the general citizens act in how horribly cold war this is mm -hmm. just like yeah no we just report people because you know for the lols <laughs> right yeah pretty for much god I, I love her her terrible co-worker yeah because you know like she she wants so bad to be that rich popular mean bitch mm -hmm. and she's so bad at it yes she's fucking terrible at it bad I mean, part of part of her character, you know, she's she's born outside of a time period where she would have been successful on Twitter or called a GameStop to ask for Battletoads on the Wii. So <laughs> <laughs> she just has to be the shitty piece of shit coworker who's just like, oh, you're single. You're probably a spy. I should report you. I hate you, you weird bitch. Oh, it's, it's, she's she's rotten. It is fantastic when she tries to it, 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 it's funny that she gets as far as she does with this she tries to pull the hot uh, au gratin out of the fucking oven and spill it on your to embarrass her at the party your just flips up with the kick stops the pan perfectly and then a tiny bit splashes out onto the nose of this bitch just burns her that was fantastic like everything your is too good <laughs> yes like man you kicked that one dude really far how'd you do that god that scene because <laughs> he just like he he has these moments where he just sort of starts actually 
being entertained and having fun. Like, like he, he lets his spy shit go for a second. And that's the longest one in the first three episodes where he, but all he knows how to do is infiltrate shit and hurt people. So it's like, Oh my God, you really kicked that guy. This is the best night ever. I know he's really having a good time. (laughs) It it, it was between that. I think it was the end of the first episode where his exhaustion finally hit him and he just planks. Right. He's like, Oh, I unclenched for a second and my body shut down. First episode has the really good scenes where he, where he doesn't have a wife yet, so he's just like, I guess I'll just put a barricade in front of the door so the child can't escape. <laughs> yes, that was pretty good. He th- he put something in front of it that looked like a micro dumpster, and I'm still not sure exactly what that was because it was seemingly made of metal and opened up in a way similar to a dumpster. Yeah, I assumed it was just a dumpster that he pulled in from outside, but I know they all taking it upstairs. Right, and it's too small to be an effective dumpster, so I don't I don't know. pushing 200 pounds, my daughter. This is really good, because they have the cuts in the ground from him turning it in front of the door. Yes. I'm like, this dude ruined, ruined the floor of the hall of this fucking apartment building he's at. He's not getting that deposit back. That's amazing. But yeah, it's really fantastic when he uh, seals the child up. And then, you know, episodes later, he's like, okay, the school is going to ask you a lot of questions on the application <laughs> thing for the family interview. What, what are you going to say you do with your days? And she's like, my daddy locks me inside, so I watch TV all day. God. <laughs> he's like, I'm fucked. <laughs> There's that line specifically. Uh-huh. The, uh, the 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 translation in, in Shonen Jump's English version of the manga. <laughs> like, what do you do all day? I watch TV and feel sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good, man. That that is that has got a lot of people on the internet going. That is me for real. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. There's a really good uh, moment in the first episode when Twilight is getting books on how to rear children, and he's just plowing through them, and he goes, why are there no interrogation tactics for children? <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what, is, what is up with this? These books are not helpful. It's, uh, it's really good. Uh, by the way, we should note, uh, his, his alias for his new identity is Lloyd Forger. <laughs> Lloyd spelt like void with an L instead of a V. Uh oh! So his daughter becomes Anya Forger, and you're after uh accepting to marry him in episode three, the end of episode two, uh becomes uh, your Forger, I suppose. That is a really great last name for a fake identity. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I really liked um yours original name being your Briar, and that's Uh why they call her the Thorn Princess. Yes. It's real good. <laughs> I I also like how the how they get married. Mm-hmm. The the entire ring on the finger scene is uh absurd. <laughs> yeah, at the end of episode two, as they're fighting off the soldiers and you know having a good time, having a fun time, she actually asks him to marry her. And as he runs back to pick up a grenade that fell out of his pocket because he had a hole in it, which Jesus. That must be a giant hole. No, the the ring he that, was going to give her. Was oh, that was the ring he was going to yes. Okay. Yes. I was like, yeah, that, that seemed to be the case, but then we one. he never actually found the ring. So we get the grenade. He tosses the grenade after pulling the pin. And the explosion goes off in the background as he puts the pin for the grenade on her finger. 
That's amazing. Funny, the best shot in any of the three episodes. <laughs> yes, it is that pretty man crazy. Has a surprisingly large amount of game. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's not even fair to other people. <laughs> I was I was so glad when it turned out that those two were also as enjoyable to watch, and the show wasn't just centered around the mascot kid. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. That that would be a much weaker show if Anya was incredible and they just weren't. Right, if Yor wasn't some weirdo. Because <laughs> <laughs> she also has the, like, wait, is she is she incredibly competent or a giant idiot? I'm not sure. Yes, there's a lot of that of, like, <laughs> wait, she actually believes that I'm doing this as a psychiatrist? <laughs> That's the best bit. <laughs> yeah. It's like you blew no, no, like no, the so blowing them up. <laughs> I, I really liked no, uh, I'm covered in blood at this party because I'm a psychiatrist. <laughs> One of my patients flew off the handle. It's a really good cover. He was pouring blood out of his head. <laughs> the the idea that it's like, oh no, I kicked the, I kicked your patient thirty feet the other direction into a wall. I'm not a practicing physician. That's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's obviously the the real problem here. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, over, overall, this was a really good show. Like, the first three episodes are absolutely stellar. I knew the show would be good coming in, based on all the buzz it had. Mm -hmm. I did not expect one of the best things we reviewed for Weeaboots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I saw all the studios in the opening credits, and I went, oh, oh no, this is, this is one of those bangers, huh? <laughs> yeah, the intro and outro are both stellar, too. It's kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. You expect one of them to pull a punch at all. They 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 don't even play the outro for the first few episodes because they have so much. Yes. Like, they, mm -hmm. they get yes. so much happening in these episodes. Like, they just roll credits while they're still doing things. Like, that ring scene we talked about is during the credits, mm -hmm. which is insane. Yeah. Just, like, they have packed so much content in these episodes. Yeah. You ever listen to an anime preview podcast where just it's really short and they say stop listening let's go watch the anime <laughs> uh, I'm sure that's probably how a lot of them go actually yeah <laughs> that, that's why that, that's why it tends to be we did every single show this season here's them all <gasps> I'm almost there <laughs> Jesus yeah, yeah I feel like it's usually just either this was incredible stop listening or this is three times longer. This is the worst thing I've seen this week. <laughs> yeah, there, there's not like daggers embedding themselves in every single one of our joints, like with World's End Harem. Mm -hmm. Right, right. It's, yeah, it's... yeah, instead I'm counting down the days for the next episode of this show. Right, yeah, with, like with a terrible anime, you go through it beat by beat as a public service to go, there's a bear <laughs> trap here, don't walk in the brush. <laughs> 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 you don't you don't want to do that with a great anime because it's like we'll we'll go go watch it. Yeah, no, it's really fantastic. Easily you could listen to this and go watch it and the scenes will play out so much more ex with such excellence and polish that our description does it absolutely no justice and you will be mm -hmm. able to enjoy it even still. Like, right, like we talked about those animation studios that are involved. This does look really nice, basically always. Yes, except, um, except for one CG crowd shot that all anime has nowadays. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah, yes. that, that so, really stood out. We really lost I loved it. it. 
It's just like he blended into the crowd, and I'm like, only because apparently everyone's a homunculus now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> everyone's an MMD model. Fucking Rico's roughnecks down there. God, did they do kind of look like those uh, those zombies from Full Metal Alchemist? The, uh, the oh second one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Jesus. I was um, I really admired some of the fight choreography they did, like in that um. In that first episode, when when the event happens where they're just fighting in a house and he's just beating a dude with a chair, <laughs> hits him in the face with a can of tuna. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was good. These are like some really good, really good cuts and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then now, whenever I see fight choreography, I think of what is the worst fight choreography I've ever seen, and it's that that chunk of Quantum of Solace we watched. Yeah, of just being. Cut, 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 God, cut. Yeah. Yeah, that that was basically the same thing as that Liam Neeson franchise taken. <laughs> oh, just, taken? Yeah, Qu Quantum of Solace is basically taken three. <laughs> yeah, it, it's hard to find something that bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, did we talk about how this series basically opens with a Mission Impossible bit almost like literally? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it yeah we have didn't the soundtrack, but it does beat for beat. It literally, it's so good. He, the only thing he's missing is the Tom Cruise smile. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly, yeah, I, I love that. I love that he literally breaks up with a, a high-profile woman named Karen in the first minute. Yep. Oh my it's god, it's so good. It's like. Uh, you sound like you sound dumb as hell. Goodbye. And then he just leaves. And it's so much better in the anime because you get like it, it, it. It's the same scene shot for shot from the manga. But in the anime, that last scene where he's leaving reveals that he is the next table over from the guy who just proposed. Mm hmm. <laughs> this is the coldest motherfucker. It's real good. Ever be. It's real, real good. Yeah. I I like the main three so much. They all offer something really valuable to me. <laughs> yeah, it's really good that this show can do both the action that you would want from, you know, any sort of spy fiction, but also it can do the daily life thing, and both are equally delightful. Mm -hmm. It's oh, yeah. fantastic. I, I really enjoyed that, uh, that house tour we got in episode three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just really enjoy it. They have the restaurant. And it just cuts to her just eating the peanuts off of her actual dish. And he's like, don't eat the peanuts and don't do it with your hands. Eat the whole dish. <laughs> you need to eat the whole thing. Uh, we also get, you know, the, the, you know, during the house tour stuff, we get her insisting that she helped and what it actually happened. And that's, that's awesome. Fantastic. All you actually did was cause. Yeah. And then her wanting to help him pack and. And then, and you're just being like, oh, don't touch that. And then reads her mind to find out, yeah, that's filled with poison. <laughs> that's poison strong enough to kill an elephant. <laughs> uh, yeah, there are countless really great moments in just these three episodes. Um, obviously, I'm going to, I'm going to say this is a must watch for this season. Hey, Bob. Yeah. What, what are you, do you recommend Spy Family? Yes, this is, this is a great show. <laughs> Definitely worth watching basically any season. <laughs> uh, no, once this season's over, you can't watch any of this anime, Bob. Oh, darn it. It's gone forever. It goes to the Disney vault. <laughs> Bungie presents anime. <laughs> oh. Dr. Agro, would you recommend Spy multiplied by family? 
Uh, I would even, and especially if you've read the manga, because it, this anime is either going like panel for panel or it is adding things. And the stuff they added is really good. Uh, Casey, excellent. Would you recommend spy, uh, by family? Absolutely. That was stellar. The, the second this becomes a physical product, I'm pre-ordering it second one. This was delightful. And Mr. Feel, would you recommend stand by me? The 1986 film. <laughs> uh, yes, I would, but I'd also recommend this anime Spy Cross Family. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, this uh, this was a superb show. I'm extremely blessed and lucky to get to watch this for content. <laughs> that doesn't Thank happen God. often. No. <laughs> uh, I I'm definitely gonna keep up with this one. Uh, I'm so I'm I'm, I'm glowing. <laughs> Like Dr. Agro, he comes through the door today. He comes to the studio and he goes, Dan, you're glowing. And I'm like, I got to watch good anime. <laughs> <laughs> it's the peak of human experience. So rare, thing I so precious. Was content for streaming services. If I even had one more iota of energy, I would start phasing into the new type dimension and melting into a goo. <laughs> For some reason, I just imagine you look like that cat thing from Asumanga. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Closes mouth. <laughs> Bear trap sound. I need that with a jean jacket now. Oh, that would be good. Uh, weirdly enough, I think someone's drawn that. Like, that's weird. <laughs> that's bringing up a memory. But, uh, okay, well, I want to thank all of you for uh, joining me on this episode of Weebus, and thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you all for listening to me. It's hard to co-host with people who don't listen to me. <laughs> but sorry, I would also sorry, like what? to thank our audience. <laughs> what are you saying? If you'd like to support podcasts like these, then consider becoming a podlord over on patreon.com slash gbpodcast. 